I went to the P.O. box. Anything good? Bills. Did you get the cat food? Oh, ramen? Mm, everybody loves ramen. Speaking of ramen, where's the girl? Sleeping. Again? Doesn't she have homework? It's Friday. Ooh, yes. It's date, date night. night. This is a test of the spoiler alert system. This is not a test. This is the real thing. We are about to discuss Star Wars, including the recently released film Rise of Skywalker. Therefore, if you do not want spoilers for this movie, then you might want to wait to listen to this episode until after you have seen the movie. However, sub-question. Sub-question. Why have you not seen this movie yet? You have got to get out and see it. If you haven't seen it yet, it's your own darn fault. Put down the peanut butter sandwich and your Zima. Yes. And go to the movie theater and Zima? see it today. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, and that's a, a wine cooler that was popular in the 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah, so put that down. Put that. Put down your Zima. Put that thing down. And go see Rise of Skywalker. Then come back and listen to this episode. And if you're listening to it on your car on the way there, that's okay. But if you're listening to it at home in the bathtub, turn it off, get out of the tub, put some clothes on, and go. So the first time I saw Star Wars, the original movie, mm -hmm. was when it came out in theaters. My dad took me. So my dad is responsible. Well, my dad is responsible anyway for me being a geek. Just period. Full stop. We went to the theater... This was shortly before we moved from the Midwest to the East Coast. And it was one of our last weeks there. In the middle of the movie, some guy leaps up out of his seat and starts running around the theater, screaming about how, see, see, they're coming. They're all coming and they're going to get us. And clearly had completely lost it and started just running up and down the aisles and, and, the theater was quite large, and you saw these security people starting to walk from the back of the theater, at, at which point, of course, the guy panics even more. He heads toward the screen and starts like, this, the screen was made out of large strips uh -huh. for some reason, uh -huh. and he starts digging his way behind the strips to try and hide so that the security people can't get him, rips down a couple of the strips. They have to stop the movie. What? They're hauling this guy out and he's going, the empire is coming, they're coming and you're going to see and blah, blah, blah. And then they haul him out of the theater. Did he not watch the opening and said far, far away? Right. Long ago. Oh, long ago and far, far in away. In a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Right. I think he must have, I don't know, maybe he was getting popcorn or something. There's something in the popcorn. So they did offer people if they wanted to come back. But of course, we were going to be moving Oh. the next week so we just stayed and finished the movie but that's my very first that was my very first exposure to star wars how about you i was that guy oh okay <laughs> well then we have to talk because that would mean you are far older than me than i thought you were long ago <laughs> and far far away uh, -huh. uh the first time i saw star wars was in japan i saw it with my brother mm-hmm uh -huh. and uh i think i was probably 15 yeah. And you've told me that a lot of the Star Wars saga has very Japanese story themes in it. Oh, yeah, if you think about it. Uh, in fact, um, many sci-fi movies, but particularly Star Wars. For example, Yoda mm -hmm. being the sage, mm -hmm. you know, and the way he talks and trains. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, it's kind of like Mr. Miyagi right, from Karate right. Kid. Yeah, you know, it's, know. it's all the same thing. 
the long-lost sibling. Mm-hmm. Very Japanese story. Uh, when mm. I first saw that scene with Luke and Vader, and they had that fight, and Luke is hanging on to mm. that stack out over this big void, Yep. and Vader cuts off his arm and then tells him that he's his father. Now, I am inspired to see all nine in a row. In a row. The minute that this We're one comes do out a marathon. on DVD. Mm-hmm. We will even comment on it. <laughs> Not necessarily live stream, but we'll yeah. certainly comment on it. <laughs> live stream. Live stream for 24 hours, hours, hours straight. And get sued by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't see it. You'd just see us. <laughs> I see. Half the time is sleeping, drooling, eating, you know, cheese doodles. <laughs> I don't eat cheese doodles. Oh I don't know why I said that. Well, but you will after after your first twelve hours of Star Wars. You know, Wars I in always wondered why did they start with four, five, and six, knowing that the technology was going to change dramatically mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. time. I probably wouldn't have started with four, five, and six. I think I know why he did. Why did he? Because yes. if he hadn't waited for that yes. updated technology, mm. we would not have gotten the pleasure mm. of seeing Mm-mm. Jar Jar Binks. Oh, Jar Jar Binks. The most despised character no. now owned by Disney. I feel bad for Jar Jar Well, Binks. you know, uh, no, I don't, he, he's a fictitious character. Yeah, I know. This is ridiculous. Come on. He was just a little silly character. It needed a little comic relief. Even like the way he walked was like Donald Duck. And he had this like fake Jamaican accent. Yeah, I know. You know? The thing about Star Wars is that it's an epic story, mm. and people are drawn to epic stories. The relationships in these stories are far more pronounced than they typically are in real life. <laughs> well, that's why they call it space opera. Opera! Yeah. But people are drawn to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So in this last episode, one of the characters dies whom everyone has a very visceral response to. Okay, so we've already given our spoiler alert, so we're in good shape here to say whatever it is you'd like to say. Princess Leia dies. I know, well... As if a really good friend... Because when, you know... Oh, I know. Well, but the, the When hardest... Ren dies, eh, you know, okay. Oh, Kylo Ren? Yeah. Well, he had to die. He had to die. But Princess Leia, the, the hardest part about that... I think for the fandom, especially the female fandom, is that, first of all, she wasn't supposed to necessarily die in this story. True. Um, She was, I guess, from what I understand, supposed to have a larger role in the film, but of course, Carrie Fisher, the actress, actually passed away. Mm. And so they took what they had already shot and used that but they they weren't able to add any more to it so it was really tough cuz man princess leia when i was a kid i used to run around pretending to be princess leia well the way your hoodie sits on your head right now i used to run around in this little um yellow robe it was a yellow robe and it had a hood and i used to put the hood up and and flare it out just like princess leia's hood and i used to run around pretending to be princess leia (laughs) (laughs) you know being being in star wars i just i loved star wars from the very beginning, Mark Hamill was my first boyfriend. He just doesn't know it. I really, I didn't connect so, well, I did connect with the characters, of course, but I was so into the technology. Mm, mm-hmm. I was telling you the other day of some 
extracurricular work I did for biology class, <laughs> my teacher was not happy with the fact that I just didn't try hard enough in biology. And it's true, I probably didn't, mostly because I didn't like biology and I was being a, 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 nu- a nuisance kid. Mm-hmm. I asked her if I could do some extra credit and she said, well, um, come up with an idea. So I came up with an idea for a cartoon book, a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Based on us, me and my and my buddies, and we were trying to solve a biology problem in the future in space. The spaceships that I drew mm-hmm. had many of the same elements oh, of course. that the Star Wars mm. uh, spaceships and even uh, the Death Star had. Mm. I you love know what I that. find fascinating because I, I, of course, we love Star Trek too, but their visions of technology are very different. And we were talking about this a little bit because I'm writing a new sci-fi book and we were, and and in my sci-fi book this time as opposed to Chilling Zone the first time, I have no reference to Earth. Earth is not part of the equation. So it's sort of in a way neither futuristic nor current time. Hmm. And Star Wars has that element of everything's a little dirty. Things are high-tech and low-tech at the same time. There's kind of a little bit of a steampunk element to everything without truly being steampunk. Whereas Star Trek, everything's very sleek. Everything's very forward-looking. But Star Trek is, is in fact, Earth-referenced. So it's Earth's future. But Star Wars is free of that. So they can mix and match technologies in any way they want. That's actually really interesting because... I was just thinking how in Star Wars, everything is a little bit dirty, even though it's advanced. In some yeah. respects, advanced. Advanced, but still dirty. Like but it would be. But then you'll have like a lever. Like yeah. You'll, you'll have, have a lever or a switch. Stuff, and then you'll have things this are kind thing of rusty. manually like The paint is peeling off. Yeah. yeah. They're dense. Right. Uh, things don't run as smoothly. And... You have to kick things every so often to kick things every now and then. And I think that that lends itself to characters being less polished Mm. right in star trek Mm -hmm. when there's an emergency people walk down the hallway (laughs) i I must make sure my shirt is pulled down Mm -hmm. yes in star wars things are not perfect and they're dirty and they're rusty and the characters reflect that too Mm. i like that element in star wars a lot because that's what life is like in many ways i connect actually more as a geek to star wars than i do star trek (gasps) How can you not connect with them both? You have to love both. I do love both, but <laughs> I love the imperfection in no, Star Wars more. Mm-hmm. Now, what was interesting, and a lot of people have been talking about the pacing and the storytelling in number nine here. Of course, this one was directed by J.J. Adams, who has a particular filmmaking style. And so it was very go, 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 go the whole time. I think that was jarring for some people. And certainly, you know, like if if you were to watch back to back A New Hope and Rise of Skywalker back to back without any of the intervening movies, Mm -hmm. you'd get whiplash or something in terms of the pacing and, of course, the technology of the effects. But but just the whole pacing and everything is completely... They're just... Opposite ends of the spectrum. Well, the directors are chosen for that reason. Mm-hmm. If a if a director uh, is capable, that's one thing. But if a director can 
um, pull it together to make it meet the needs of what they think is going to work better for the audience, then mm-hmm. that's what they do. So they'll, they'll, they'll change the director, even though it's the same series. Oh, yeah. There are certain elements of the fandom who don't like the J.J. Adams style for this movie. Well, let's talk about the writing then. You didn't think that the writing for episodes one through three, at just in general, was the same style as episodes four, five, and six. And then right. it certainly wasn't the same style as the later seven, eight, and nine. Right, yeah. I, I do, I agree. I, and when you're watching a movie that is certainly sci-fi and action, mm-hmm. you need action. You need the plot to move forward. I think the, yeah, the one that I think, that I remember dragging, and honestly, I haven't seen this one for a while, was was episode two. For yeah. me, that one just seemed that to was, kind of yeah. drag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when we do mm-hmm. our, marathon, our marathon, I'm sure I'll remember more of why I thought it dragged. But for me, that was the one that kind of dragged a little bit. Like episode three, you knew you were leading up to Anakin Skywalker becoming Darth mm-hmm. Vader. Right. And so the whole movie really was all about that moment. Right. And, and I, you know, it almost doesn't matter what comes before it in the rest of the movie. You know where it's going. Yep. yep. That was greatly tied in. I yeah. loved that. It was actually, it was really sad. It was sad. In a way. Because you know, having seen episodes four, five, and six, you know what Darth Vader becomes, and it's so terrible. And in four, five, and six, you've had all this time to develop this real, like, just loathing for Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they give you his backstory. Right. And you're like, I don't want to know his backstory. All of a sudden, there's, like, empathy for Darth Vader. (laughs) Let's get let's get deep. Yeah. Yeah. And then they they kind of do similarly with Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. where he was Leia and Solo's son. Yeah. I know. That killed me when I learned that. I'm like, no, how could you do this? How could you do this? And then, of course, because it's Star Wars, he's able to be redeemed at the end. Of course, yeah. But that's the over-drama. Is that part of the Japanese that is exactly That is exactly okay. why when you read or watch anime or manga, mm-hmm. why the drama is as high as it is. No, no, but the redemption piece. And the redemption piece, absolutely. You got the drama, you got the deep, deep, deep moments, mm-hmm. and then you have the person who did the bad thing who has mm-hmm. to be redeemed. But then eventually that person is eliminated or dies or disappears because he has to Mm -hmm. he has to right Right. like kylo ren killed so many people and was so horrible that's right and it's just so sad that at the last minute it's like those movies where someone's been taken over by a demon and then Mm -hmm. suddenly the demon goes away and now oh i'm me again but it's too late because you've already killed five hundred thousand people It's like that. Yeah. If I was Ray, I wouldn't have kissed him. I know, but it's a movie. Doesn't matter if you're back to yourself. You know, it's it's, it it's be a able movie. To. Gotta, like gotta if you that. came home one day and you said, "I killed all my patients." Mm-hmm. You know, yep, I, I just got tired of it. I just I killed tired. all my patients. Yeah, yeah, just got tired of it. That first one just yep. ticked me Boy, off. Boy, those insurance companies just really screwed it for me. <laughs> I wouldn't say to you. Well, you know, I'm glad I took your hand at one point, you know. <laughs> and now you can leave. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Did you well, bring me chocolate? No. Okay. Well, now. But it was so sad, though. Chocolate fixes everything. Yeah, well, even Kylo Ren? Maybe. Maybe that's what Maybe. really happened. Yeah. See, they cut away right. for a little while from him. For all we know, 
he had like just a big vat. Yeah, eighty-seven of hot chocolate. Eighty-seven percent dark organic hot chocolate. And free he's range, just not free range. Slugging back. Free trade. This yeah. This big oh, thing of marshmallows hot and everything. Marshmallows. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he's been <laughs> solo <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would change me. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Lactose intolerant or not. <laughs> See this ending, you know, where... I know. But see, after all these years, because it was 1970 what? What year was it? 1977 it was Okay, released. 1977. I, you know, so I... So I saw it in 78. Mm-hmm. It all culminates in this moment of we won, but just like in The Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, no. Well, you wonder when it's going to start again. But, yeah. But, okay, but can we talk about Ray for a little bit here? Let's talk about Ray. Right. Okay. And seriously, if you haven't turned off for spoilers now, you want to you want to turn off at this moment if you haven't seen it. This is your last chance. Ray is Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter. That's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, what are you going to inherit? What? <laughs> I mean, I don't care if you're talking about genetics or epigenetics yeah. or what you're talking you about. You put yourself through 21 and me and you come out with my grandfather? Me? No, it's 23. 23. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So you 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 take that 23 and me. Go to ancestry.com yeah, right. and be like, "Oh my goodness. The, what? I hello. You might be related to Emperor Palpatine." <laughs> oh, what? what? A long time ago, far far away. <laughs> that was very far yeah. away. Yeah. They didn't even use slides back then. Right. <laughs> that that was that was a surprise. Yeah. Well, it surprise. often is a surprise. It's but like, but really? once again, it's that evil parent, child must overcome kind of thing. Well, here's the thing then. Do you inherit the very dark side traits from your ancestors or is that learned? I think one of the whole The socialization points, of bad people. I know, but one of the points is that when you have the force within you, you ultimately have both the dark and the light side of the force always at the same time. And you must always be cultivating the light side of the force. Nurture over nature. In the sense, like, it's always there. And I think that's one of the things that Star Wars brings that's like a truth about humanity, right? We're all oh, like that. Yep. If we refer to ourselves and life and whatever you want to call it, the soul or anything else, that, like, there's... There is kind of like these darker tendencies and these kinder, lighter tendencies, and they all exist. Right. In all well, there has to be a balance. You have the yin and yang. In a way, it's the same kind of battle that Stephen King put together in The Stand. True. You know, like that, that kind of like we all have both in us, and it just sort of depends on where we take our journey, which one starts to take precedence. That's true. And when you think about the bad and the good or the dark side in Star Wars, because it was so influenced by Japanese storytelling, it isn't the same as what you might get, let's say, in like Vampire Diaries. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because even in Vampire Diaries or in many other shows, there's there's the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. In Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, you were... Well, I think in a lot of the Star Wars storytelling, they did present it as good and bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you you would have periodically these critical moments where you could see that it was always this struggle 
between it. And honestly, going into some of the vampire stories and things like that, the modern vampire stories are very much like that. It's true. It's, you always have these very, unlike, say, the original Dracula by Bram Stoker, mm -hmm. like, you've, you've got, in modern vampire stories, you've got somebody who's otherwise a, a sort of a normal person mm -hmm. who is fighting this dark tendency in themselves. Yeah. Well, so uh, that piece of the storytelling Dr. Jekyll, is Mr. Still Hyde, there. you know, right. is it's an allegory for that. Right. As well. And yeah. I think that Star Wars does that a lot with just... Yeah. Even you know, Austin Powers does. <laughs> okay so i guess we're reaching the no, end you of think our think about it they're now. they're brothers oh, austin sorry. powers spoiler alert they're brothers remember <laughs> if you haven't seen austin powers by now you should just go back under your rock the third movie was terrible though, i know but, but i they... don't want okay i don't want it we can't dilute our star wars it's the bad theme. and the good i know and a lot of that was influenced by star wars yeah, they did pull yeah. some elements into absolutely. Into that. So you wow, you you wound it right. I around. certainly yeah. did. It's what I do. It's what I do. In any case, I liked it. I loved it a lot. I mean, I, really I like I do like J.J. Abrams' work anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it different than the original series? Yes. yes. For but many I did reasons. like it. Well, for many reasons, but I liked it. I did mm -hmm. like it, mm -hmm. and I and I loved having some completion on this story arc. I liked that Mark Hamill was back to sort of finish out his character's sort of story and the fact that at the end, Ray claimed the Skywalker name as her own. Like, that was really beautiful. That was just really powerful. Mm -hmm. And I was really happy to see Harrison Ford came back for a cameo in that moment with Kylo Ren to, to bring Ben back, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll bet that was one of the scenes that was supposed to be Carrie Fisher's. I'll bet it was supposed to oh, be his mother good that point. brought him Oh, back. yeah, but, look at that. But good for you. I think that, I think Harrison mm. Ford did a really nice job with mm -hmm. that, you know. Yeah. Nothing like the very first movie, which was episode four. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, you know, but that's because that's like the first one, I know. you know, anything, I know. anything, even in like something, something as iconic a series as this, like the first one, there's always something special. Yeah, so about. something special about it. So Star Wars, glad I went to see it. Hopefully if you've listened to this episode and gotten all these spoilers, you've already seen it. If not, spoilers or not, just go out and see it. It's a great movie. I liked it. Do it. Do it now. We have four thumbs in this room, and we're giving it four thumbs up. That is it for this episode of Date Night with Barbara and Taya. Well, thank you for joining us on Date Night. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever and whenever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to stop by our Facebook page, Date Night with Barbara and Taya. And we are also on Instagram at... Our date night. We would love to have you stop by. If you have any ideas for future episodes, you can DM us on Instagram as well or message us through Facebook. We'd love to hear your ideas for future episodes. Until, Until next, next time. time.